So hi, Well the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Travis. And John. We're in a band called Telltale. And we're asking some questions say about their upcoming EP, Lie Your Way Out. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about Thanks. the response to the announcement so far? Um, it's been good. Um, we have not really put out like a whole body of work in I mean, shoot, two plus years. So it's cool to finally like actually have a bunch of songs that are going to go together, hopefully on a physical release. Um, Fingers crossed. But at least on like a digital space per oh, se. Yeah. That's exciting. For sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, is there any meaning behind the EP title or cover art? Travis, I feel like you're the guy to go to on the EP yeah. name. Um, oh. I know a little more about the artwork because I worked with Bruno on it. But um, yeah, so the uh, the title for "Lie Your Way Out" is actually a very interesting story. Um, simply, when I was in high school, I was put into an inpatient facility where the staff was less than professional, and it was kind of um, a bit of a living hell. And so that was the motto of the patients. It was carved into the walls. It was carved into the ceilings. It was the last thing you saw when you went to bed. Wow. So it's kind of a comment on the flaws in the mental health system right now, mm -hmm. I guess. Okay. So, yeah. wow. And then the artwork. Yeah, as far as the artwork goes, um, we kind of just wanted to convey that like inescapable feeling of being almost in like a fever dream, mm -hmm. which whether you're like actually physically, you know, in an inpatient facility or just like stuck inside your own head, stuck in your bed, unable to like, leave that space. Um, I think the cover art is kind of supposed to like embody all of that. Um, octopi are really creepy. I don't know, I have a thing about like the suckers. So I, I wanted like the octopus tentacles and it's got the face in the mirror and it's just all of those things that could be symbols of that like mental anxiety, just feeling of dread. And of course like the, I guess like the protagonist of the art is stuck in a bathtub. Mm -hmm um that's like full of pill capsules so like it's just a, very much so this like feeling of entrapment to contrast like the title which is lie your way out so it's like the only way to get out of that you know nightmare realm is by lying mm -hmm. to yourself or you know people around you yeah okay Dang. all um, right so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the cp Oh my Lord, we started this EP. So the title track, um, like not the song in full, um, not the song in its entirety, but like at least the chorus, um, Travis and I actually wrote um, probably a month after we finished up our first record, Timeless Youth. Wow. Um, I got kicked out of the house that I was in and super on the fly moved in with him and his mom and started living basically in his attic. Mm -hmm. And so we just started like demoing out stuff every day and Lie Your Way Out was like one of the first phrases that we both came to and were like, this is brilliant. Cause like he told me that story and we were getting super close cause that was the first time we had like really, really lived together. Mm -hmm. And um, it just connected so heavy that like the rest of the songs kind of stemmed from there, um, really spread out as a writing process, like in Holdo. I mean, two of the songs, the first two singles that came out from the record, uh, Out of Control and Slow Burn, we wrote like a month before everybody went on lockdown. Mm -hmm. um, 
or like we, we final tracked those mm -hmm. um, a month before everybody went on lockdown. And then we came back and did the last three tracks, um, Cobain, Lie Your Way Out and Pessimist, even though I think those three were probably written before the first two that were actually completed. So oh, wow. it's like, it's been a very long writing process that's felt mm -hmm. very out of order. It's like one of those books that, you know, gets told in the wrong order of the story where you like almost tell the end at the beginning. Um, but I think it turned out all right. It turned out pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out. And I'm glad it's finally coming out years later. Mm -hmm. That's how all of our music has always been, though. Honestly, like Timeless Youth, we sat on for a year and a half before it finally dropped. Um, and I don't know, it's just it's kind of cool with this release because um, the first two singles that we tracked for it um, were kind of disjointed just because of COVID. Mm -hmm. But as far as the rollout for the record itself has gone, it's been so smooth, so simple. Like we finished the album in October and like now it's coming out next month. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just been, you know, doing videos since then. And it's been honestly completely painless and such a good time. Love that. That's awesome. I'm very happy to hear that. Uh, so I want you two to tell us your favorite lyric off this EP and the meaning behind it. That's a good one. Thank you. Oh, man. Travis, I feel like you have a pretty oh. definitive favorite, or at least like two favorites, maybe. Favorite lyric? Um, as I struggle to remember the words to our songs, that's what that's your job. <laughs> this is the true test. Right? Yeah, I play drums. I don't uh... <laughs> Uh, Come on, you sit back there and scream your lungs out behind the kit if we're playing live. Um, I'm struggling here, y'all. I'm not going to lie. I don't know. <laughs> my favorite oh. lyrics always kind of more so correspond to, like, the way they actually sound or, like, the portion of the song mm -hmm. that, like, exists musically. Mm -hmm. Um. So like the second verse of Lie Your Way Out is super fun for me. Um, like the more like flowy section, like show me the lesson and 12 minute sessions, the drugs they've been pressing to keep us in check. I, I just like the like the cat hat rhyme scheme on that. Mm -hmm. Anytime that it's just like a super easy, simple to remember rhyme, like that type of stuff makes me happy. I have this continuous brain itch and anything that's just like sonically fun like that is always going to be my favorite because it just it makes my brain happy fair enough <laughs> for sure i yeah. get that you got one travis um were you looking up lyrics i was looking up lyrics. no <laughs> shame in that no shame in no that, shame in that. Yeah. i'm sorry i got a dog and that's my best friend right <laughs> um i really enjoy anytime john uh, and he i'm pretty sure he wrote these lyrics uh, anytime john makes fun of people on their phones or online it's fun to die online it's a big joke look at your phone so i really enjoyed all the lyrical themes um behind that and slow burn i was not a technology kid so i like that we can write about that stuff um i don't know it seems like not a whole lot of people write about it mm -hmm. so. all right fair enough um so where was your headspace at while you guys were writing the cp COVID sucks. That was our headspace. No, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I mean, it's like we don't. 
we don't write happy music mm -hmm. um but it's never like because we're in like an exceptionally bad space i don't know i right before we finished up the record i moved to nashville tennessee from richmond where we're from and it like really kind of changed my outlook on songwriting and like going into the studio and making a record like whereas before it was always very like we're a sad band we write sad songs for sad kids i need to feel sad now it's more just like okay let's talk about something real and if the emotion's there and like it's a viable story i don't necessarily have to be in that place to still tell it with authenticity sure. um so that's been kind of a cool personal development with this record in particular i'm glad you're feeling better yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, kids, take your meds. They work. Yeah. There you go. No shame. No shame. Uh, it's uh, sometimes, you know, you, I specifically get like this. They'll, I'll have a song that I'm really into um, and I'll just abuse that song and I'll find one thing in it that I really, really enjoy, whether it's like the melody or the way that everything fits together. And I'll try and take an idea that I've had somewhere else in the past and apply the, that to these songs. Um, so I think you got to hear a little bit of that with these tracks, because these are older demos that like slow burn, uh, that beat that we turned into the whole song. God, I've been playing that since I was in high school. Wow. Just slowly trying to rehash it, um, you know, and come up with stuff. And then Chunk No Captain Chunk put out that, that, banging song blame it on this song i think is, is what this what it was and and that for some reason that song comes to mind but yeah just like i want this type of song and, and i'll write it out of whatever demos i have Very that cool. was kind of my thought process All but right. yeah everybody writes so everybody has their own different thing yeah that's sure. awesome that everybody writes yeah yeah, yeah. So how do you guys recommend your fans to listen to this EP for the first time? Should they play it in the car with friends, dark with headphones on? Should they blast at a party, work out to it? What do you guys personally recommend? Headphones, for headphones. sure. Although it kind of varies song to song. You know, um, we always go into the studio wanting to like write a song for everybody. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the motto. Um, and with that also, I think it's like write a song for every medium. Like... Lie Your Way Out, the title track, for instance, that's got to be a headphone song. Mm -hmm. Like just some of the the layers that we put in there, like you can't even hear if you're playing it through speakers because like the bass and guitar is just like completely washing it out. But if you like sit down with headphones, you get like all these weird little like ear candy things, which is my favorite part of writing music. Mm -hmm. um, so like that's a headphone song, but then you get a track like uh, Out of Control, which is just like straight two to the floor, having a good time. Like it literally has the words young, broken out of control in it. So you mm -hmm. should probably be like blasting it out of a convertible driving down the freeway at, you know, midnight with your friends. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's where that song's best enjoyed. So I think it kind of varies. Okay. Mm -hmm. Best enjoyed in a convertible. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this question should be, go ahead. I have never driven a convertible, but it is like my dream to own one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just cause I don't know, like, and I didn't even really realize that it had been a dream of mine until Waterparks put out that video from Fandom where yeah, I don't Dream know, Boy, 
Parksy. Yes, Dream yeah. Boy. Where they're just Sorry, like, I'm a Parksy. <laughs> yeah, we are. Hard, great band. But they're just like driving down Santa Monica, and it's but it's like green screened in this yeah. convertible <laughs> car, and I'm like, that's where I want to be. That's the vibe I want to be on. Exactly. Yeah. Convertibles all the way. For sure. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. And since we brought up water parks, what's your favorite record by them? Oh, that's so hard. Probably entertainment. Um, I have a really fond memory of it was like our second tour ever. That kind of dates this band, but it was like our second tour ever. And we were sitting on the beach in Florida and that record had just dropped. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting to, we need to talk. And like, I was going through some, you know, relationship nonsense at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, this is, this is great. Like the just tongue in cheek of this song with my friends on the beach I was just kind of that whole record like mm-hmm. homie was going through it but he made a lot of happy songs about it yeah for sure austin's always going through it it seems all of his albums are just <laughs> poor guy <laughs> poor dude um so, so this question should be super super quick off the top of your head i want you to describe the cp for new listeners in three words no more no less both of you have to do it is go first is butt rock one word <laughs> yeah, I, I count it as one word. All right, cool. Um, emo, butt rock, <laughs> fanboys. Butt so, rock uh, is strong. We're going to have to publicly say emo? we hate this album now because we don't like butt rock on this podcast. <laughs> Man, come on. Like, so many of our riffs are just straight, like. 2004 Chevelle <laughs> with like pop yeah. punk tones put on them. Like it, Bryce comes up with the craziest um, like chords. Like he just starts like adding in these weird little fourths and stuff, and it always blows me away because I'm like, this sounds familiar. And then it's it's some like 2004 butt rock band, but like yeah. makes it sound new. And mm-hmm. so I don't know. I just I. I love that we can do that where it's not, you know, your same, you know, CGCF or what, whatever chord mm-hmm. structure every time. Fair enough. I respect that. And Travis? Um, E-Kid, Emo Rock. I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty much, pretty much it. All right. There you go. Perfect. Uh, so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this EP to invoke in your listeners? Um... I think when anytime we, well, anytime I try and lyrically address a, a tough subject, I don't necessarily want people to like change their mind, but I want people to spend more time thinking about how this is, how whatever we're talking about has affected society as a whole, not just the individual. So that's my comment. Okay. Yeah, I like, I totally agree with that. That was really good. Um, I don't like want people to be necessarily frustrated because it would really suck for my music to make people like frustrated with the music itself. Mm -hmm. But as far as the lyrical concepts go, like being a little bit frustrated with the world and the things that we're talking about, I think could be a good thing. Um, So I'm going to go with that emotion if I really needed to pick one. Okay. All right. Um, so picture this, you're on tour, you're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, 
the purple bag Doritos. I mm. forget what the spicy sweet chili, I think. Oh, purple yeah. bag mm-hmm. Must. Sunshine energy drink. Mm. Must. Okay. Absolutely essential. And um, I'm trying not to drink as much caffeine, so pineapple Fanta. All right. Ooh, okay. That's, yeah. a That's a good order. Yeah, I'm Johnny, get it. Like, okay. because, like that still gives me the variety to choose different kinds of lunchable mm-hmm. you got your pizza mm-hmm. you got your crackers mm-hmm. you got they don't make the taco ones anymore although like those were fire you might find it at the gas station true like one of the really like super bummy ones out mm-hmm. in undisclosed states mm-hmm. yeah not dog on any one state in particular but like <laughs> thank you if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> All right. What is, it, what is it? Sorry. Okay. Just the Lunchable? Just the Lunchable. Yeah, no. Uh, so, like, probably, like, an iced coffee. Okay. Some sort of iced coffee, but not, like, the Starbucks canned ones that already have the cream in them because, uh-huh. like, they get weird and gross. Something about keeping milk in a can. Oh. It just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the cold brew... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm usually a plain coffee kind of guy. Put some cream in it today. It's not really working. Oh. You drink coffee at 7 p.m.? Absolutely. I'm doing my taxes. Uh, it, oh, okay. I was going to ask if it was decaf, but that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, I want So, on the topic of food, if, sorry. If you're talking, okay. I'm sorry. Not off topic. I'm way off topic now. Okay. Okay. So if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be? Oh lord. Ooh. Um like a focaccia. Focaccia. How you pronounce it? Hell is that? It's that bread where you like bake charcuterie into it. Uh, Oh. We got a lot going on. So like Travis, you're the nice like parsley and olive oil ciabatta itself mm-hmm. and then bryce is our little like charcuterie compartment mm-hmm. um i'd have to be whatever sauce we're doing mm-hmm. probably some sort of like pesto marinara or like a spin chick dip that we got going on in there all right, mm-hmm. all right. and then timmy fit is the veggies all the way he is like some fresh red bell peppers right. we're just one big focaccia charcuterie wow. that made me very hungry <laughs> you. I love food. <laughs> Me too. Good job. Um, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. Uh, Do it. So, so if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Ooh. Um. With a drink. Mm-hmm. Last meal. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I'm a farm boy from Tennessee. I'm going to have to get me a nice fat steak with some mashed potatoes and some mac and cheese. And for my last drink, really last drink, um, mm-hmm. I love ginger beer. Honestly, yes. non-alcohol, the spicier, the better. Like mm-hmm. the stuff they make Moscow meals with. You can put some, put some vodka in there. I'm into that too. But the spicier, the better. That's yeah. All right. Ginger beer is very good. That's, That's my chance. Interesting that you're a ginger beer guy. Cause I was going to go root beer. We're both out here drinking beer, just sans alcohol. I like mm-hmm. spicy stuff. I like, yeah. Sorry. But yeah, like a root beer and then 
there's this Thai restaurant in Richmond. And I like hardly ever get home to go there anymore, but they do the meanest pad thai in the whole world. So pad thai from Mom Siam, it's it's got to be got to be that. That sounds really good, perfect. Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? A fictional world. Uh-huh. Fictional. Can world. I? Can I? Do I have like powers for the world? You can if you want. Okay um for just a week probably harry potter because their spells seem like the most intricate and fun that being said i'm a much bigger lord of the rings and star wars fan um but i feel like i would need more than a week to enjoy space mm-hmm. um, yeah. and lord of the rings would suck for literally like everybody they're still you know they still don't have running water so <laughs> oh yeah true yeah so harry harry potter? all the magic but yeah i still have indoor plumbing there you go and what house are you Slytherin. There you go. Right. I'm pretty sure all of Telltale is Slytherin. Tim might be a Hufflepuff if I've ever seen one now. <laughs> oh. You're the um, first person who hasn't said like Gryffindor for their house. Everybody's like Gryffindor. And I'm like, everybody can't be Gryffindor. You're lying. You're lying. But I, I don't I don't do it. I don't say anything though. Dark side all the way. <laughs> Slytherin band through and through. Yeah. I would put Tim as more of a Ravenclaw though. Because he's smart. Yeah, I mean, he's got that engineering degree. That, yeah. yeah, that fit. Yeah. yeah. All right. Mm. If I had to pick one, I don't know. I'd want to go with like something animated. So there's just like infinite potential and like I can just become anything. I was thinking Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. Just because like so much stuff happens. Like there's mm-hmm. always something weird going on. Yeah. And That's like adventure and like my dog. The adventure time world. Adventure time. All right. Locked in. Sounds good. Uh, So I've done the last question, and every single person we've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. What's your favorite color? Purple. Purple? Okay. My favorite color, royal purple. Royal purple, like Caesar. I like purple, too. I bought a bag of chips today because the bag was purple. They weren't very good, though. Oh. I... I, I don't have any of my purple stuff in here, but I own a full purple kitchen set. Like, oh yeah, I go hard with purple. That's I fine. love that. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Wait, okay, question about the bag of chips. You said it wasn't very good. Was it the Lil Yachty flavor of wrap snacks? No, they were they were kettle chips. They were truffle uh, sea salt. Yeah. They weren't very good. I was like, these are going to be banging. They weren't. They weren't. Was, they were not banging. No. What? Y'all have seen the wrap snacks though, right? I I don't I haven't. I think I passed by them once, but they I I don't really remember. Oh my god, they're great! So they sell them at Seven Eleven, and they have like just like wrappers on them, but they're like themed. So like, there's the Migos, uh, just a dab of ranch. That's the one <laughs> flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, can I go back and add that to my um? rest stop yeah we're gonna need to add that one because okay. that's that's critical are these are these 7-eleven exclusive because i don't frequent 7-eleven yes that's they why are, i haven't seen them okay. all right they're good i gotta but go to 7-eleven now yeah that's good. That's good uh favorite color i'm gonna go purple also okay it's just 
it's nice. And there's a lot of different shades. Like if you go dark purple, it's like kind of regal and royal. And if you go like light purple, it's just cutesy and fun and nice and sweet. Hell yeah. There you go. Um, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? The record. Go check it out. It's out March 25th. Um, new music video coming soon. Go see us on tour this summer. That's not announced yet, but we'll be playing some shows. We didn't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, thank you for style. This guy's been Telltale, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>